everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 318th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Hopefully, everybody out there had a lovely Easter weekend with your families, uh, and hopefully you're feeling okay after all that candy that the Easter Bunny brought you. But we have had a, uh, a pretty big you know, week or so as Jurassic fans, so outside of the holidays, we've gotten... You know, Empire Magazine dropped with all those images. Uh, I think Fangoria was still out there. We got uh, the featurette for Jurassic World Dominion and the legacy of the franchise. We got the street date for Jurassic World Dominion toys from Mattel. It's been wild. It has been wild. So, in today's episode, I will be diving into that recent featurette for Jurassic World Dominion, talking about the legacy of the franchise featuring players from the past and then some of the new people as well it uh, really showcased a lot and kind of was like a mini uh you know short teaser for the movie as well you can uh you can really feel the marketing uh hyping up right about now it feels like now we're starting to swing into the the area that we were with fallen kingdom where there was just so much uh going on so it's it's finally kicking off here and uh there's a lot to love in this featurette so we're gonna break it down together and look at some of those best parts but before we get started i'd like to take care of some quick business all right so on youtube last week it was a again a a wild week for us over on youtube i think we put out like a ton of videos here so we started off the week uh last week with last week's episode actually i posted the main conversation with myself and jay jurassic talking about the Reels Channel uh, documentary, Jurassic Park, The Unknown Story. So it was the video of us chatting together, so you can go check that out if you uh, didn't already catch last week's episode. Uh, I also uploaded a kind of like a highlight reel of us, or a bunch of us playing Jurassic World, The Legacy of Isla Nublar, the game that we played out at the Funko Store in Hollywood. They sent us some footage, so that was really cool to share. Um, I... I also did, uh, I think I uploaded like three toy hunts um, over the course of the week and through the weekend. So there was a bunch of toy hunts out there uh, tracking down, you know, some some random stuff. I found a lot of like shirts and uh, I feel like I found shoes and uh, hats and pajamas and, and then a bunch of Jurassic World Dominion toys and things like that. Uh, so there was a lot of things out there on the shelves this past week or so. Um, I also did a live stream with Cretaceous Dave, where we talked about the Empire Magazine reveals and all the images and stuff. There was so much to talk about in that live stream, so please go check that one out. I did an unboxing of that Pursuit Pack featuring Owen and Rain Delacour and Blue. Uh, Plus, uh, I did a a reaction video to the featurette. Luckily enough, I was home, so I decided to sit down uh, and watch it for the first time live and then send it out to the world. So please check out that live reaction to 
the featurette as well. We'll be discussing the featurette is here today, so check out both. Why not? Um, this week, we're going to have more toy hunts for you. We've got another live stream. I believe Jared Courtney is going to be joining me again uh, for a live stream this week. Plus, we've got unboxings and more, so please stay tuned to our YouTube channel. There's going to be a lot of content coming up over on our channel. So I think that's about it. So without further ado, why don't we go ahead and discuss the legacy featurette for Jurassic World Dominion. This is the appearance nightmare. No, I'm I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Is that good? You find it. Fantastic. Just the part they didn't like. I believe I've spent enough time in the company of death. Hang on, this is gonna be bad. I'm sure you've all probably heard me talk about this before, but if you're unaware, I have been a fan of Jurassic since day one. Uh, even before that, <laughs> I guess you could say, um, you know, my, my mom read the book back in the day and it got me into the movies and, you know, we saw the movie back then in 1993. I've collected toys and played with the toys since then and just been a huge fan of the franchise ever since. So when they begin the marketing hype train for Jurassic World Dominion and kick things off by focusing on the legacy the legacy of uh, the story, the characters, everything that this franchise holds dear. Um, it's very exciting for me to see that. And very, I'm very hopeful uh, that, you know, this movie is going to be amazing. It gets me so much more excited. Not that I, uh, you know, don't care about the, the new stuff and all the fun stuff from, from these days with Jurassic World. I do. I love all that stuff. But I love to see the legacy included in this marketing and them really focusing in trying to bring people back and to try to capture a certain feeling of nostalgia. I really appreciate that. So when I got the chance to finally watch this legacy featurette the other day and react to it live for YouTube, uh, it was very exciting for me. So I am, I'm going to be talking about this legacy featurette today. Uh, I also didn't mention it before, but there was a, a TV spot that I, I, I want to bring that up. So I'll bring that up later on after we talk about the featurette, because that's the main focus here today. But this TV spot has uh, some really interesting stuff that we got to talk about here. Um, but first, the legacy featurette. It's awesome. It features the old cast. It features them talking about the legacy and uh, and all that stuff. And then the new cast talking about that. And then some footage from the movie, behind the scenes stuff. And then yeah, like basically like a new teaser, TV spotty kind of thing uh, for the movie. And it's awesome. It is so good. It features so much new stuff. And uh, I'm really interested to take a look at it with you all here today. So uh, without further ado, why don't we go ahead and just jump into the featurette itself. So we're kicking it off with a lot of footage of Jurassic Park, rightfully so. The Brachiosaurus, you gotta focus on that right away, right? That is the number one thing. We had an enormous amount of fun on the first film. Sam Neill. <sighs> we had an enormous amount of fun. Yeah, yeah. This T-Rex, this shot, this behind-the-scenes shot of the T-Rex animatronic stepping on the Ford Explorer. Like, they know all the right, uh, you know, spots to hit here for this legacy featurette. 
There was an energy on set that it was the first time you'd ever seen. Laura Dern talking about the first time you've ever seen something like this. like this. I was excited about Jeff. everything that it could be. Yes. I saw the dinosaur in the trailer and I saw the ripples on the water. I was like, oh my gosh. It really defined my generation, this film. Yeah. I can uh, I can attest to that. <laughs> I don't know if me and Chris Pratt are in the same generation. I don't I don't know if that's the same, but uh, it, it really is. He a millennial? Uh, I don't know. Where where's the age stop on that? I'm probably at the upper end of that, so I don't know. He might be out of that range, but maybe it defined his generation as well. It's uh, it's something that yes has truly shaped so many of us. I cried the first time I saw dinosaurs. <laughs> Probably the same. That which had never seemed real before now was totally real. And I realized. I love. I love this focus on something that uh, it was now is now totally real and, and realizing it in that in that moment. And there's a lot of focus in this featurette on, you know, like the animatronics, the realism of this uh, franchise and. You know, this shot, as as Bryce is saying this, this shot of the T-Rex head uh, going down towards the Explorer and just the pupil of the eye dilating, which is just still an incredible magic trick that they were able to pull off. Um, and I think it really summarizes a lot of what we're going to see and how this thing ends, which we'll talk about in a bit. I realized at that moment that cinema forever had changed. Jurassic World. Yeah, uh, focusing on that, that cinema forever has has changed. Uh, yes, that that is that is true. You know, I shout out. I had the chance to do that reels documentary recently, and uh, that was you know a big focus of my my thought process going into that was like just thinking about how much Jurassic Park changed cinema and made it so different and, and really was a, a pivotal point in time, uh, you know, with CG, with animatronics, with with all that uh, believability. They nailed it and they pulled it off and it really changed things. Old Dominion is the culmination of the franchise. It concludes a story that Steven Spielberg started telling in 1993. <sighs> concludes a story like... Where are we going to be? Where where are we going to be, you know, June 10th when we all see this movie, June 9th whenever whenever we see this movie. Uh, you all you out there in other countries around the world, whatever date you see this movie, wh what are we going to be feeling? Cuz when when you hear somebody like Colin saying, you know, the conclusion or whatever of this story, that they've been telling, that Steven Spielberg has been telling since 1993. How's that make you feel? <laughs> you know, even if we do get more, which it very well seems like we'll get more, the conclusion of this story, you know, that 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 holds a lot of weight. And and talking about the legacy, that means a lot, you know. Started telling. When we were making Jurassic World, I knew it was going to be really special. I could never have imagined. We'd so I think that was our first 
I think it was our first look at like new footage is is Owen going here. <laughs> I knew it was going to be really special. I could never have imagined. We'd and then we have uh, so this is where we're going to start getting into like we'll really be pausing this and looking at all the different footage and things. Here, here's uh, Owen and Claire. Uh, it's a fairly close up shot of them in in the wilderness here. You know this. This terrain is so interesting in this movie. You know, we've seen so many different locations, different locales. You know, you've gotten uh, what what seems like jungly aspects, but is also, you know, just like the Pacific Northwest kind of style. I, I don't really know. It kind of flip-flops back and forth between like what looks to be a swamp, but also... Uh, just like a straight like forest, but also uh, a jungle. Like I'm so confused by some of the aspects of this. And then, you know, of course we have like you know the uh, the Malta stuff out there. We've got snow. We've got all kinds of stuff out here. But they're in this uh, forest setting, and uh, they are looking upwards at something and looking. Eh, Owen's like, oh okay, something up there. And and Claire looks kind of you know upset about this. We'd be here working alongside Sam. I love this. There is a shot, like just a you know casual shot of of Sam Neil, like taking a selfie with Isabella Sermon and Laura Dern. And uh, what's what's cool about this is I don't know if you followed along with leaks and things like that, leaked images and pictures from sets and stuff. I won't really talk about it, you know, just in case you haven't. But uh, this scene shows uh, the three of them. It's not a scene. It's literally just a behind-the-scenes shot of of a selfie. Um, but uh, they're definitely on a tarmac, and there's vehicles all around, and there's uh, an airplane above them. So they're standing under a pretty massive-looking airplane, which... I feel like it uh, really signals a lot of what's going on in this movie. And if you didn't follow along with the Empire article, uh, which I should probably bring that up as well, but uh, there was a uh, a line in, in this Empire article that, that fo uh, focused on Biosyn and what they're doing and the, and the basically like the contract that they have set up with the entire world essentially to uh, to contain these dinosaurs i guess so i wonder what is what is how does this fit into things is this in the middle of the movie is this the beginning is it's at the end you know we're seeing certain people together what does that mean i have no clue um i have no idea i don't know but it's interesting it's interesting to say the least so um but um yeah so i feel like we also saw um Connecting more dots, we saw the, another image from Empire last week of Laura Dern and Sam Neill at a like a DFW, DFW, Department of Fish and Wildlife. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, like a little preserve or something like that where they where they've set up uh, containers, like big shipping containers, and also fences. And there's dinosaurs in there. It looked like there was uh, Stegosaurus and. Uh, Parasaurolophus and stuff like that, and the Nasutoceratops baby. Uh, I think that's what she was petting. And, um, you know, it also ties to a Lego set that we saw, which was like a DFW uh, place at an airport, right? That had, um, you know, there was like a helicopter in it. I think Zia was in that set and some others. Uh, dinosaur, there was like a T-Rex and eggs and things. So 
you know, at first I thought that Lego set was kind of just like a random Lego set, but now knowing that Biosyn has these contracts with, you know, government agencies like the DFW or whatever to to capture these dinosaurs and transport them somewhere or whatever, um, that makes that whole Lego set and this scene and and uh, what's going on in this very interesting to me. So uh, I feel like there's a lot of dots to connect and, and things to to understand about this movie, which is the trouble we got in with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> so I really got to stop doing this stuff, but this is what a podcast is. So what, what choice do I have? Um, but, uh, maybe don't listen. I don't know. That's my only advice. Don't listen to me. Um, Besides references. Samuel, Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, all right. So let's go. There was a lot of things in this little moment here. Uh, let me go back here. So we got the selfie. We've got Alan in the dig site, which we saw before. And then we've got uh, a scene here, which I don't know what, what, what the scene's going to be, but we've got Ian Malcolm, uh, Ellie Sattler, and uh, Alan Grant. And they're, well, I mean, this is just a picture. They're taking a picture here, it looks like, in front of uh, what I would assume is a Biosyn, you know, rover, uh, Land Rover, Jeep, something, truck, whatever. Um, it's got uh, cargo on the top, and there's they're in sort of, uh, some sort of studio here. There's lighting rigs and uh, camera rigs and all kinds of things. So, uh, you know, I'm sure this will just be them driving in a truck and then they'll, uh, you know, they'll put in the location afterwards or whatever behind them. Um, but it's an interesting little shot there. I like it. So maybe they're all going to be in a truck together. Um, we do have to go back to a scene. I think, uh, I don't remember when Colin mentioned this or what article it was in, if it was a tweet, if it was a magazine or, uh, interview, I don't remember, but he did mention something about like texting Steven Spielberg uh, something with the old cast uh, inside of a truck, and it was the first time that we see them or something, the first time that they're together. I forget, but maybe this is it. Maybe this is their their truck moment, the first time. I, I don't know. I, I think that would be a great way to uh, you know cap off an image like this if this was a a picture that you're taking is. The first time the three of them are filming a scene together, that would make a lot of sense to me. We're here. We're here to connect dots, right? Uh, you know, that, that's what we're here to do. It's pretty fantastic. It is so much fun. All right, so we got some more stuff here. I know I'm, you're, not, you're not even getting a chance to listen to it, but uh, you've also got Laura Dern and uh, Bryce Howard here in front of what I'm assuming is, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that overturned truck that we see later on uh, with the uh, Giganotosaurus. It is so much fun. You got uh, Beta and the crew. We saw that from the trailer. Owen here with the Parasaurolophus. Oh, everything we've ever ho hoped for and more. I believe it. I believe it. I hope so. I hope the hype is real with the cast, you know? Sometimes you don't know if you can believe a cast when they're saying, this is the best movie we've ever made. This is going to blow away all movies. Uh, but, you know, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I don't know. Uh, especially when they say things like that over top of an image of like a dreadnoughtus in the water eating some plants. You've got an incredible looking background. You've got fog rolling in. You've got reflections in this lake. Uh, just a perfect, you know, imagery of trees in the background mixed with a massive mountain 
all the way back there. You've got like bios and planes or helicopters, whatever, flying around. Uh, and, and the fact is, uh, I, I I apologize. I don't remember who pointed it out, but this is a a stock shot. Uh, it might just be a single image that you know has been produced in a way that makes it look like it's a natural environment, uh, you know, and and a place that is moving and vibrant and and alive. Uh, you know, they threw in a uh, dreadnoughtus here and uh, rolled in some fog and some other elements to make this feel like it's moving and natural and. The fact is, it's it's just a stock image or or whatever, or or I don't think it was a video, but it could have just been an image that they've uh, layered some effects on, and it looks like it's alive and moving. I thought it was a fantastic. It's it's just, and I said this on Twitter that the two best shots that I've seen so far from this movie are stock images and footage. You know, the first one, which I, I uh, you know we all found out about, was the uh, horses. Running with the with the Parasaurolophus, uh, I think that that's yeah, that's what they're running with. And there's just just you know amazingly huge field and mountainous background and stuff like that. And turns out that that was just a shot of horses running in some stock footage. Um, you know, we got stock footage back in Fallen Kingdom with the Mosasaurus in the wave, um, and now this uh, this uh, what, what's the, what did I say it was the uh, Dreadnoughtus there. So. Here we have uh, a shot of Ellie, and it's just an interview, and she's sitting in a, you know, kind of like a director's chair, but it looks like she's in some sort of lab, which has, ooh, ooh, there's a lot of things in here, which I, I didn't even look at this really before. I just kind of thought it was like her in an interview, but she's, she, you know, she's got this one scene, which was just before this, right after the Dreadnoughtus. I thought it was a which was her getting out of that vehicle on that farm. But then she's in some sort of lab for this interview that has lab equipment and stuff like that, like different rigs. But there's also like wheat, like a f like little mini fields of wheat under these <laughs> rigs, but also those massive bugs. Those massive bugs are here. So if you didn't see them, there was massive bugs. I think it was in the Empire Magazine thing. There was some behind-the-scenes uh, set picture that had a massive bug in it like massive locusts or whatever they are um and here they are again like blurry in the background and on the side there's one on the left real close to the foreground and one in the background so what is going on here is this some sort of testing lab to see how things are reacting with the environment i, I don't know is is it her lab uh is she infiltrating a lab because that may be who knows? We'll take a we'll we'll think about that later on in a bit. Fantastic idea to bring. So uh, there's also a scene here, this fantastic idea, which showcases uh, the the original trio here, Grant, Ellie, and Malcolm, and they are standing uh, somewhere. This is a very interesting location. I'm wondering if it's like like an entrance or something like that, an entrance to this Biosyn facility, maybe. I don't know, but there, I'm wondering if there's like a helicopter landing or some sort of plane or something landing because Malcolm's his hair is flying all over the place or it's just a very windy day. I don't really know. But Ellie is like, come on, get over here. We've got to go to the chopper. Uh, you know, kind of something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. yeah to bring these two worlds together. 
And then there's there's so many shots in this. Oh my gosh! Like we can't even like I can't even pause it fast enough. You got Owen and Claire against uh, one of those massive rigs in the forest that look like some sort of weird hide hide, hide 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 hide. That's the word. Um, Grant, uh, Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, Grant, uh, Benjamin Gates, Grant. I don't know what he's who he's uh, channeling here. Uh, Nathan Drake. You know, Brendan Fraser. Uh, he's channeling somebody here, but he's uh, he is Alan Grant, uh, tomb raiding or whatever he's doing in a tunnel with uh, with a torch. I love it. It's awesome. Together, it's Beta and Blue to be a custodian of Colin Swan diving. I don't really know. He's like, oh, he's putting his arms together and then you know going outwards. You've got Isabella Sermon. Looks like uh, Sam Neill. And uh, shout out to Krista for the pronunciation, Mamadou, Mamadou Athi, and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. To be a custodian of something like this. And then you've got a little behind the scenes uh, looking at uh, the shot here with Owen, Maisie, and uh, and Grant in that uh, that like boiler room kind of sequence. Uh, they're just looking at the camera with Colin. He's Colin is sans glasses, so he's looking less and less like me every day here. Our legacy characters. Oh, and then there's there are so many shots here. Let's go back just a half a step. Apologies that you're not able to actually listen to this clip, uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, this is a cool shot because we're in a uh, control room of sorts, it, it looks like. And you've got uh, Kayla Watts here off in the corner. You've got Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, Ian Malcolm, Claire Deering. And they are in this uh, control room thing. There's like some cold storage, it looks like there. Uh, there's like, uh, you know, I don't know, computer stuff all over the place, video screens. And on those video screens, as Claire is messing with the computer, the, the you know, touch screen, there's actually like what looks to be fires, like forest fires uh, all over the background of these uh, these monitors. So are they monitoring what's outside? Because it does look like later on that there's a lot of fires. So I don't know, but uh, pretty interesting. Characters are Jurassic World. You've got Owen and Claire uh, just you know, clutching to each other, probably in the back of this plane as it as it got attacked by the cats. Characters are back. Our storylines intersect. All right, we got to go back here a little bit again. Uh, all right, so after the airplane, we've got uh, that weird location again, maybe the entrance to a uh, Biosyn facility or something like that. You've got, like, water features. There's nice, like, fountains or something like that with some cool rock work and sculptures or whatever and uh colin is looking at the uh shot here or looking at the rig and uh they are uh the whole group is here it looks like outside of kayla watts which is interesting she's not there it, for some reason they're kind of flipping between kayla and mamadou uh well I, oh his name is ramsey right ramsey ramsey i don't know ram i'm gonna go with ramsey uh that's his, his character's name he is a biosyn employee um, so that's what makes me think maybe this is a Biosyn location, but you've got Owen, Maisie, Ramsey, uh, Claire, 
uh, uh, there's too many characters at this point. Too many. Uh, <laughs> Ellie, Malcolm, and Grant looking concerned. We're back. Our story Owen running through the woods. Intersect. I like this shot. There is a shot which they sound like they throw in like that Rex. One of the Rex roars, it sounds like, from the original movie. I don't know. Storylines intersect. It's some sort of weird echoey roar sound, but it is part lab, it looks like, and Owen is just scrambling as some glass is broken, and the whole crew's there, swapping it out. Uh, not Mamadou this time. This is Kayla Watts here. Um, so they are, they are looking concerned as something is breaking into this lab, very Jurassic Park-esque. It's the convergence. And there, there's... Uh, uh, Claire and um, Ellie inside, not a blue location this time. Uh, maybe they just, I think they just came out of the blue room, it looks like. And now they are in a red room. So. It's the convergence of the two franchises. All right. So, oh my God, there's like 9,000 images here. Uh, all right. So there is a tunnel sequence with computers in a tunnel. Why? I don't know. Mainframes of sorts? I don't know. But uh, you've got. The convergence of the two franchises with it, this shot here is Owen licking his lips. He's like, mm, you know what? I think blue is up there or or beta. I don't know. One of the two. And then you've got uh, Ian Malcolm there looking just suave as ever. And uh, one of the most interesting shots, I think, from this entire featurette is, uh, is the crew here of Ellie, Grant, and Maisie running through a very, you know... It's a very, like, Star Wars-esque kind of moment as, you know, Ellie and Grant are essentially in the Stormtrooper outfit, uh, and, and, like, Luke is Maisie over here on the side, and, uh, you know, they've got the white Biosyn outfits on, and they're, like, running down these halls, these, like, just straight white, clean, pristine walls and uh, of this facility, and they've got the masks, they've got, you know, these white outfits on and uh he's got some sort of uh wristband like he's uh, he's about to go to disney world or something he's like i gotta get my magic band before i head into the park um but uh (laughs) i don't think that's where they're going but they look like they're stopped by some sort of security here almost about to get in trouble uh i don't know but i I love this it's kind of memeable it's awesome i love it Ooh, this now this we got to take a listen to this. All right, I'm gonna let let this roll because we've got BD Wong here. It's Dr. Henry Wu. We need to fix a terrible mistake, and most importantly, go on. We need to fix a terrible mistake. I love it. I love it. I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, we've all we've all looked at uh, BD Wong and in his image here. Uh, he looks very sad. You know, he looked very sad in the first trailer. Like he's a kind of in a place against his will. Of the two franchises. We need to fix a terrible mistake. And fixing a terrible mistake. What is that mistake? What do we think it is? Is it some recent mistake? Is it something they've just done? Or is he referencing like Jurassic Park as a whole? You know, like we need to fix everything. Everything that we've done. I am finally admitting to the responsibility of all of this. You know, I've wanted I've wanted the 
uh, recognition for all of this, but I never took the blame. But now I think I'm going to start taking that blame, and I need to correct these mistakes. I feel like that, that's the, the vibe he's given off. Most importantly, go on a true, honest-to-God, scary-as-hell adventure. And in this sequence, we have, uh, you know, some fire just, uh, you know, falling down upon them as they're driving. Looks like uh, Malcolm's in the uh, in the the driver's seat. I think that's him. And Ellie in the passenger. True, honest to God. Maisie in the back. <laughs> and Grant uh, doing his best Indiana Jones kind of style here, just looking through some sort of Here's fencing here. This is what everything has been leading. Now, if we take a look at this Nasutoceratops sequence here, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here because it looks like there's not just... I can't really get a good frame here. Yeah, there's a there's definitely a Nasutoceratops. I, I think this is also a Triceratops next to it because the beak is different, the frill is different, the horns are different. And then it also looks like there might be a Cyanoceratops over on the left. So it looks like this could be some big herbivore paddock that has just been let loose, or maybe they're, uh, you know, maybe they're just roaming free and uh, just people are driving through them. I don't know. This is what everything has been leading to. I could use your expertise. You kind of looked like... Uh, Kind of because there was like that far shot of the truck turning over. Kind of maybe was uh, I'm thinking it maybe was like the airport or something like that. Adventure. This is what everything has been leading to. I could use your expertise. You come. I love that. I could use your expertise. And it, I'm assuming it looks like you know at least what this this uh, featurette is showing. It looks like he's talking to Malcolm, but I who use knows? Your expertise. You coming or what? A few repeated shots here. Some new stuff. Why do they always have to go bigger? Don't, don't move. Oh, yeah. There you go. So uh, just a, a few notes here. There was like a little shot there with Kayla and uh, screaming inside the airplane. Hold on, I think she said. Hold on tight. Hold on tight! I love that. The plane getting ripped apart. Uh, you've also got this container shot here of... I can't really pause on it. Where is it? Do they always have to go bigger? I might have missed. Oh, no, there it is. I can't stop fast enough. Uh, but anyway, there's a cool shot of the, like, some construction walls as, like, Claire is in, like, the back of a truck. Always have to go bigger. Just barreling through these construction, like, scaffoldings. Oh, here we go. And this, this is, so this next shot is very reminiscent of, like, a Jurassic Park 3 moment, I feel like, with this, this cage that they're in and they're trying to open the cage. It looks like Ellie's sticking her arm through. Maisie's trying to get in there. I think this is where Grant is as well. Don't, don't move. 
And this just this is the best part. I mean, this end capper here of the Giganotosaurus animatronic, clearly, you know, an animatronic, hearkening back to the legacy, right, of this franchise. And, you know, this whole thing kicking off with shots of the original trio and then people reacting to the animatronics, the animatronic in, like, basically full body shot on top of the Explorer, like, they're really referencing the legacy here, and they're they're ending it on a shot that is reminiscent of that in itself. So I think that is beautiful. That's amazing. Getting this Giganotosaurus here in full animatronic. Well, I, you know, I don't know how full of an animatronic, but a massive animatronic, and you can see that movement. You can see how amazing it looks. It is so good. Like you're getting, there's like tongue movement there. There's movement near the nose and nostrils. It's just the, the skin is vibrating and it is very reminiscent of the T-Rex roaring. It is awesome. It is very awesome. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing uh, I wanted to talk about real quick, which is this teaser. Now this this popped up, uh, I believe, at like some some game or something like that. I don't know. There was like a, a commercial with like Ian and like was it like ESPN or something? I I forget. But uh, we also have uh, a, a short teaser, which features a lot of cool stuff. So I'm gonna dive into that real quick. You've got Owen in this what this like Malta Fight Club or whatever. And he is squaring off in the middle, trying to do his best Owen pose in between, you know, those two dinosaurs that we see in the square in Malta fighting together, the Allosaurus and this Carnotaurus. It's just like, it's just such an awesome shot. They're coming out of this, like, ancient, you know cool-looking place. I don't know. It's just a very ancient-looking place. And then you've got these two massive, like, cargo containers that burst open. And and this is some amazing, like, CG work here. Like, the... Which, you know, it's kind of reminiscent of the T-Rex coming out of, like, that cargo container in Fallen Kingdom, which I, I think looks terrible. But this looks awesome. The Doomsday Clock might be out of time. Ooh, the doomsday clock might be out of time. Doomsday clock might be out of time. Come back. I always come back. I always come back. We're on the verge of extinction. Let's all try to stay positive. Nobody says. <laughs> I love that, Malcolm. Let's all try to stay positive. Getting the planet would be easy. Is that a dinosaur on your shoulder? Yeah. Why? <laughs> absurd absurd and and i love this so much we've got this shot of uh you know a lot of the crew here and owen on his back has beta which is like again it's kind of like uh this is pushing it this is pushing it as far as things go i mean we're we're getting a lot of stuff here and that's why i feel like we're very heavily into the Fallen Kingdom territory now with the amount of stuff that we're seeing and uh, they're teasing. 
So I don't is know. That a dinosaur on your shoulder? Yeah. Uh, uh, is that is that is that a di dinosaur di uh, on your on your on your shoulder? Your shoulder? Uh, very reminiscent of a, a a Lost World or Jurassic Park style of of uh, you know conversation here for Malcolm. Uh, of course, he doesn't like like I just did. I was like uh uh uh, uh you know. He doesn't really go into it that heavily, but it's still very Malcolm-esque, and I love it. Is that a dinosaur on your shoulder? Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? Uh, and why? Where? There's a forest b burning behind me. Why, why wouldn't I put a dinosaur on my shoulder? <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Oh, my God. Is that a dinosaur on your shoulder? Yeah. Why? And it's just... It's perfect. You know, I, I'm so excited for the way that this movie is going to be poking fun at itself in the universe and everything and the old versus the new. We've already seen, you know, so many instances of that. And I, I love that. Here it is again. Malcolm's just like, uh, what? Uh, so you're, you're telling me that you, you have a, a dinosaur uh, on your on your on your shoulder? Yeah. Duh. You know, Malcolm in his old days, he's like, dude, I haven't going anywhere near dinosaurs anymore. Like, I don't, nobody's going to get me near these dinosaurs. Unless, <laughs> unless you, you steal my girlfriend and bring her to this island or something. Um, or, I don't know, what is the way he gets to this, you know, dinosaurs, gets to these dinosaurs in this movie? No clue. I'm going to need your help. I can't, I can't imagine that's it. I can't imagine he's like, yeah, I could use your scientific uh, approach or your, your expertise, Mr. Malcolm. I, I really I really could use some help. I feel like Malcolm would be like, no. Uh, no, of course not. Go find somebody else. You know? So I love this juxtaposition of, like, the old versus the new, and Owen's like, yeah, of course. I've got a dinosaur on my back. Why don't you have one on your back? Come on. Let's go up and wrangle some more dinosaurs. Put them on all our backs and get out of here. This forest is burning behind us. We got to go. But uh, it's great, and I can't wait to see more of that in this movie. I hope we get a lot of that, you know, kind of bickering and back and forth and just showing that things are different than they used to be, and that's okay. Rated PG-13. And there you go. Rated PG-13. Rated PG-13. Uh, so there you go. Very cool. I am uh, digging everything I just saw in these uh, in these two two things here. The, the featurette, two and a half minutes long, is like 30-second teaser. There's a lot of good stuff coming. And, uh, you know, it might be your time to check out if that's the way you feel. I, I completely understand because, uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. So if you don't want to be... I can't say it now because you've talked, you've listened to me talk about this whole thing, but I understand if this is it, if this is where you draw the line, back out. Because, I, you know, I get it. I get it. And I know how a lot of us felt coming out of Fallen Kingdom. Like, I, I really love that movie so, so much. But, like, at the time, it hurt that I saw everything beforehand. Um, but here we are. The marketing is, uh, you know, it's kind of kicking in the full gear. And who knows? what this week's going to bring. I feel like everything that I'm talking about now is going to be null and void by the time this releases. <laughs> but uh, I'm very interested to, to hear what everybody thinks. So please let us know. Write in. Call in. We want your thoughts and ideas here for the Jurassic Mailbag coming up. So please give us a call. 732-825-7763. 732-825-7763. 
888-789-7763. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Tell me what you're, you're thinking about this movie and all the stuff that you've seen so far. If you want to go ahead and write us an email or send us a voice memo, which you can just record it on your phone, email that over, send that to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, and we'll get those in the show as well. Or you can hit up our contact form and type us up a message over on our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. So I appreciate you all kind of coming along for the ride here looking at these two videos. I really, really appreciate it. Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time when there's more footage to inevitably talk about here for Jurassic World to me. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 318th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Thank you so much to all of you for listening out there. I really, really appreciate it. Each and every time you uh, click on our podcast on your podcast feed, uh, it really makes me happy that you're sitting out there somewhere, whether it's at work, uh, in the car, at home, doing some work, out in the yard, wherever you are listening to this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. So I'm, I'm glad we can have these conversations about you know, what's coming for Jurassic World Dominion, the marketing, uh, the toys, everything out there. There's so much to talk about, and I am so hyped right now. Uh, it really feels like it's starting to kick into gear, and, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot to discuss in the near future. So if you uh, love Jurassic Park and you're listening to this, share this around, get it out there with the rest of your friends. And, of course, please go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. We would always appreciate that. Leave us a five-star review if you get the chance and write something there, and I will try to read those on the show here. Uh, I don't have anything here to read today, but I uh, just wanted to shout it out there anyway, just in case you wanted to go and leave us a review. We'll always read them on the show when we get the chance. Uh, but that about does it for this episode. We've got a lot of content coming up, so please check us out over on YouTube, our social medias, everywhere out there. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay safe out there. Be kind. Please, please be kind to each and every person that you come into contact with. And as always, enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 
1-800-273-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.